All right, everybody, we're going to try this again. Try this again. If you guys are, are regulars on the show and tuning in before, we appreciate you coming back. We had some technical difficulties last time, but I think we got it all sorted out this time. I think everybody's moving in real time now. Yeah? Yeah, all right. yeah, I think so. Rock and roll. So welcome back, everybody, to the Digital Toilet Paper Podcast. Uh, my name is Jason Bear. I'm Rex Rebo. At Armed and Hilarious. And we are back with some more fun for you guys today. Um, let's take two on, on our podcast that didn't quite get off the ground last time. My internet works now. Yay! Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> um, so last time, we, we, can do, we don't have to rehash everything we talked about last time. We can do a quick... What? Are you glitching over there? Stop that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Messed> me up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, but we can do a quick rehash. Quick rehash of what we talked about last time. Um, oh, Australia's mostly COVID-free. Yay, Australia. Uh, people giving Chris Hemsworth crap about throwing a mask-free party, not realizing that Australia is mostly COVID-free, not like mm -hmm. most other places around the country. Um, so big ups to Chris Hemsworth throwing a mask-free party with his giant, giant arms. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they're having rugby matches with full stadiums, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Go, go Australia. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. leave it to the prison colony to come out on top here. <laughs> no biggie. We're used to it, right? Yeah. You, you isolated us, you know, centuries ago, so... Here we go. But, uh, and okay, what else? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg rage quitting Madden. I know it's not really sports, but it's sports enough. Esports. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How dare you? Esports are, are sports too. Okay. So much <laughs> of that hand eye coordination. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I can just imagine, like, I haven't watched the video. Is there a clip of it online? Yeah, there is. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, and Snoop Dogg, we were talking about this before. His, like, his Twitch room, I don't know if he goes to, like, a place or if he's got this, like, game room set up in his house. But, like, he's got, like, gamer chairs in the background, like, with, with you know, 40-inch TVs in front of each. Just like the old mm -hmm. LAN parties. Right? Do you yeah. guys used to play Doom and just bring everybody over to your house and they'd bring their PCs and everyone yeah. just kind of connect and you play that way? Well, we were Counter-Strike kids and we actually hacked the school network nice. <laughs> and just played in our played yeah. in our IT class. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's something kid, kids aren't going to know that, that we were quantum leap above what our teachers knew, especially oh, like yeah. in the infancy of the Internet. It was like, oh, yeah, you could do whatever because they had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Didn't we hide like a copy of Counter-Strike in like one of the servers at the school yes, so could, along with so Unreal Tournament. Could, so that we could run them off of the server at the school and not have to install it on every single yes. school system. It was awesome. And so we sometimes would be playing with kids in other classes that kind of like stumbled on them and discovered them. <laughs> like, oh, who's this jumped into our LAN party? You know, Mr. Bonilla walked by. Oh, yep, we're doing coding. Yeah. We're doing Just coding. looking at porn here, nothing to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we get it um but yeah watch the clip snoop dog got bombed on uh I'm, I'm looking at it now and he's like oh man that blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> cut that shit off you know, everybody play a game like this man this neat he, he pauses <laughs> turns off turn like like doesn't even like rage quit like unplug the machine he literally goes like to the yeah. menu and like powers off the xbox or whatever it is <laughs> he's like man this game and everything that comes with it da -da 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 -da. slams his headphones down 
gets up, walks away, and leaves his Twitch stream running for like six hours. I mean, we've all been there, right? He's a man of the people. It's... Hey. You guys have never rage quit? Not against other people. Oh, gosh. Even playing Mario Kart back in the day when you get, oh. you know... No, no? We, we used to rage fight over Smash Brothers. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, my my buddy's older brother unplugged the Nintendo and threw it down the stairs of his house. That was the best <laughs> rage quit I've ever been a part of. Yeah. Um, I got so pissed off at one of the opening uh, missions for Assassin's Creed 2 where you have to you have to race Ezio's brother, yeah. you know, on a point to point race. And it was so difficult, I ended up biting my PS3 controller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, if you haven't, if you haven't watched Snoop Dogg rage quit like a 12-year-old, uh, go Google that online. What else? Oh, shoot. That just reminded me. And this is probably the only I remember when we were in uh, middle school, we had a friend that granted the Dragon Ball Z fighting game, mm -hmm. lost to my buddy. Budokai. Fort four times in a row and returned it to Blockbuster because he said there was something wrong with the game and there was oh no God. way that he could. Yeah. He ended, yeah. Said kid ended up um, selling meth and uh, is incarcerated right now. So yeah, well. what we saw early in this path, you know, the well, unstable. Found only would have won back in the day of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yes. Bro, yeah. If he could have gone one for, one for three. <laughs> it would have changed everything. <laughs> The yeah. butterfly effect, you know, right. you'd probably be running for president now. But yeah, well, so we had a thing, you know, especially with fighting games, um, where you know, if you got too good with a specific character, you would mm -hmm. have to like put your character on a pedestal just to, you know, I don't know, little kid make it fair rules. And so, yeah, you had yeah. to fight with your secondary character, um, until your next friend would be like, you know, trying to feel like they're up and coming, big shot or whatever. And then they would challenge you to your main character, but there were stakes, right? Like if they beat you with your main character, then their, uh, you know, your main character, you had to beat them again with your secondary character to earn your main character back. But if they lost, they had to retire their main character. Nice. And then learn to beat you and your main character with their secondary character. And it, like it you know, it, it made us all get better at all the other characters in the game, you know. I don't remember the exact rules of the game, but I just remember retire your character now. <laughs> you, know, you know, fighting game rules, but uh, we had so much fun with it. All right, what else we got? Um, Golden Globes. We want to talk about Golden Globes a bit. We didn't get to the, we didn't get this far last time, so we're already making progress. Yeah, I didn't see much about it. I kind of watched a clip. the The thing that kept popping up on my feed was that Borat won best comedy. It, it, it's comedy or musical, right? Which yes. is a silly way to do it over um, Hamilton, which I get. I mean, Hamilton is clearly a better story, but it's not it's not a movie, right? It's not it's, as relevant. It is. Yeah, it's a it's a stage play that was shot relatively cinematically. So right. I get why it won. What, how, did you guys care about that? Did you see the uh, vitriol that I did about that? Yeah, I saw a lot of the... Uh a lot of the same, like, oh my God, Hamilton, you know, Hamilton hysteria. But, mm -hmm. you know, I really, Hamilton was good. It was really good. If you like mm -hmm. musicals. Yeah. But Borat was really good. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, that I don't think it compares to the first one. The, no. The, well, but. it's, you know, it's different. It's just a different, mm -hmm. you know, the, if you go back and watch Sasha Baron Cohen had to go through and like, 
un Borat himself for some scenes just because the, the character is in pop culture now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but the really, you know, my big Golden Globes thing was like nobody was surprised because all the trophies are in the mail already. Like, yeah, and it's I I like that it was because the Golden Globes is more casual, so it kind of fit that way of doing it, you know, via Zoom and everyone, you know, even the times where people's computers froze, I think it was okay. And I wish more people would have had fun. I wish more people would have been laid back and, and drinking and doing all that crazy stuff. It looked like David Fincher was having a good time. He didn't look too upset. Yeah, when yeah he well. didn't win, and so I wish I wish that there was more of that. It's hard, and this is kind of the first big one that they did, Zoom or whatever, via meeting like that. But I don't know. I thought it was all right. Yeah. One thing I did appreciate, though, is, you know, well, in addition to Borat winning Best Picture for Musical slash Comedy, mm-hmm. was there was a lot of, of not just diverse winners, but relatively diverse nominees this run for, like, the actor awards and stuff. Um, Chadwick Boseman brought home... Uh, Best actor in a, in a drama for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and if you haven't seen that movie, that movie's awesome. Um, I haven't, so I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's 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 Chadwick Boseman opposite Viola Davis, um, and she always does a good job too. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, she's yeah, very consistent. But, but it was, I mean, it is the worst year for movies in a long time. I mean, we all understood that going into the year, right? There's yeah. so many things that got pushed back till this year. So I'm I'm glad he won. Um, even if it wasn't the best performance, I think I'm still okay with it. I'm I'm of the vein of it's an award show. Who cares about awards? Give it right. to the man posthumously. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, but but even then he. But you did you did. you do think he should have won outright? Success, yeah, good. Uh, he good. was up against like Anthony Hopkins in The Father and Gary Oldman in Mank, um, and then Tahar Rahim in the the Maraturnian. but. Like and all the you know well Anthony Hopkins is always just kind of Anthony Hopkins, but yeah, um, mm-hmm. but Gary Oldman's Mank was the only other role that I thought kind of could have walked away with that and mm-hmm. and it could have for me it could have gone either way so I, I appreciated that. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen winning Best Actor though in a musical comedy for Borat also. Who is was he against anybody of note? Uh, well, Lin Manuel Miranda for Hamilton, um, Andy Samberg for Palm Springs, and then James Corden for The Prom. Yeah, I mean Andy Samberg was good. Palm Springs is pretty good and pretty funny and and oh, and, and Dave creative. Patel for History of David Copperfield. I forgot about that. I didn't see that. Dave Patel did a good job in, in History of David Copperfield. That was pretty good too. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, also, they also loved that that Sasha Baron Cohen stuck it to to um, what's his name Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, they love that. That's what the that's. More than anything, and I don't want to poo-poo his performance. I think he's gotten great as an actor, but anytime you can stick it to, you know, stick it to Republicans or Rudy Giuliani, that's going to pump you up, you oh, know, and that might have yeah. been enough to get him over the top. Well, and Sasha Baron Cohen, he was also up for um, for Best Supporting Actor, too. For uh, Trial of Chicago. Yeah. Nice. Trial of Chicago 5? Seven. Yeah. Seven. Both uh. of them. <laughs> yeah. Those five guys plus the other two. Which guys. did you guys like? I mean, it is the sequel. Did you think the fifth installment was better than? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I yeah. I, I know it's. Uh, yeah, try this. But he's good. We all. I mean, I, I'd like to see. I wish we would have seen him as Freddie Mercury. And are you guys down with seeing seeing him as Doctor Doom? I mean, I think yes. that might be is the that, casting. Is that, is that really? I mean, I heard that rumor too. Started but I don't know he, if it was. No, I'm starting it here on oh, the. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> Digital toilet paper. No, but podcast. I but I heard that rumor too. It's like, oh, really? Ago. Yeah, nice. Not like not just Sasha Baron Cohen, but he was on the short list of people that you know, kind of cartoonishly interesting British people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though Doctor yeah. Doom is supposed to be like, I mean, he's Latvian, but that's like German ish. Yeah, I, well, Latveria doesn't exist, so right. we're... Eastern I mean, European. Yeah, we think of, yeah, that's kind yeah. of where I Generically saw Slavic. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, anyway, Golden Globes, I mean, Chloe Zhao won for Nomadland, which Nomadland's getting a lot of hype right now. Uh, Aaron Sorkin won for Trial of the Chicago 7, best screenplay. Mm-hmm. Go Aaron Sorkin with his comeback. Um, Soul won Best Animated, you know, hashtag go Jamie Foxx. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of Soul. I thought it was kind of watered down. Well, it's Disney. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who would have beat it. I mean, there wasn't anything else great in terms of the animated, but it just, I don't know, felt pretty paint by numbers. I mean, the music was great. The score was great. I think Reznor did the score. Yeah. Um, but it was, I don't know. It's... The music Again, was the it was heart just of the, a bad year for movies. Part of that movie. I mean, it was about the music, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it was weird. Golden Globes is always kind of weird, but mm-hmm. extra weird because it was on Zoom. Um, uh, Onward was the only other animated film that might have touched soul, I guess. Yeah. Which is also Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Or Over the Moon. The Netflix one, Over the Moon. That wasn't bad. I didn't see it. Yeah. All right. Well, pressing on. Um, we did get an Instagram note. Moving on. Well, so this will be our mailbag. Um, we got an Instagram note from uh, Josh. Ryan. Ryan. Jordan. Ryan Jordan. Yeah. Call him yeah. Josh. We got an Instagram Shout note out to Ryan, Ryan Jordan. Jordan. Shout out to Ryan Jordan on Instagram. Um, talking about uh, maybe one of our next segments will be best snowboarding movies. I guess that could be kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Little Johnny Tsunami. Um, yeah, I mean, so you, yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, Aspen Extreme. Snake? Aspen I mean, Extreme and, and, and if we're doing Patrol, we're Clinton <laughs> throwbacks. Johnny McGee was the one that uh, told me about Aspen Extreme, and he's like, "This is the greatest movie ever made. Maybe top five. He said it was top five greatest movies ever made. Now I don't think that it's up there, but Aspen Extreme is a good one. Um, I remember Ski School. I think that's got. Um, some raunchiness in it. Did you guys ever watch those terrible movies? <laughs> the the late 80s, 90s movies? Yeah. Uh, we didn't have snow where we grew up. So we watched, like we talked about last <laughs> so, time, uh, skateboarding movies about, and rollerblading yeah. movies, Airborne. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, you know what? Maybe we should tie in skateboarding movies too. Which one's the best? Or And, and surf. Well, do, you, like do you guys well, like surf Everybody movies? knows it's Point Break. Uh, well, in surf, I like the kind of the documentaries too. Did you watch any of those? Like nope. how the old skate videos? Oh yeah, did? I did. I did. Like Lords of Dogtown um, and those kinds of things. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like. Uh, well, fine. Oh, what is it? <laughs> but that's great. I mean, the like where the skateboard movies, like the Tony Hawk and Birdhouse, used to do their movies. Oh, okay. Toy yeah. Machine would have those movies, and they would do surf movies like that. Um, what is it? Into. Into the Water or something like that. There's a couple really good ones. And then did you guys like Endless Summer? Endless Summer was really good. Oh, man. The original yeah. and then there was a, a sequel. Two. Yeah, that was good as well. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we should do a deep dive into those, sir. Any, I mean, they're all kind movies? of... Uh, literally. Uh, literally deep dive. Are, are any of those movies skirts 
docu surf ski fiction any of them better than eddie the eagle i wasn't a big fan of eddie the eagle really <laughs> I, yeah I, I thought that might have been and like i like what's his name that played eddie the eagle and i like hugh jackman but i meh really that yeah. seems like the the right kind of sportsy artsy film that'd be like right in your in your I, you would think so but it just it, maybe I built it up too much because I had heard that from other people and it's it's an okay movie it's a nice little up you know upbeat make you feel, feel good, good movie, movie but yeah. yeah I wasn't I wasn't really I mean Taron Egerton gets a little hammy but I thought that was like also appropriate but it works for that character right yeah. with his story I mean it's it's pretty popular but I don't really want to spoil it but he works like he works in that that Eddie the Eagle role because yes it is hammy it is yeah hey Brett on Facebook says Ski Patrol rocked (laughs) (laughs) yes he I don't know when Brett saw it last he needs to rewatch it it does not uh, especially in today's social climate I think it gets a little uh, date rapey and stuff (laughs) like that where it's like you know boys being boys they like drug girls I think I think that Ski School or or one of those Ski Patrol maybe but those movies are you know, the, the raunchy movie was its own genre, right? And yeah, I think they're yeah. definitely of that ilk. But yeah, they're, they're fun. I like ski school. Yeah. Uh, what else we got for pop culture? I think that I think that covers our spam for the day in our mailbag. Um, I did see, unrelated to all of that, I did see a random clip. I put it in our notes. You guys can view it later. Uh, of like this new sport crossover, basketball wrestling. And Rex, I thought of you and like your whole family because you guys are big into it. Here we go. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen. So what I mean, this is like oil and water. How do they? So basically it's like basketball, but when you're playing defense, you're allowed to suplex your opponent. (laughs) Nice. I like. So we we did a similar thing in the wrestling room, but we did it with soccer. So it's like the opposite of soccer. I guess it'd be hockey. The same thing. Like you have a goal, but you can wrestle each other, but it can't be like two-on-one, and we did that. So I'll have to check yeah. this out. Well, you know Does what? it have a name? Uh, I don't know what it's called. So go to the notes. Go to our, our homework notes. And okay. Look at it right now. Actually, I want you to see it right now. It's it's underneath okay. uh, Ryan Jordan's Johnny Tsunami comment. Nice. But, it, you know, I was like, what is this? This is... Yeah, and they're in singlets, too. This is great. This is this is exactly... <laughs> if you would have gone to our, my wrestling room in high school, this is exactly what it looked like with the knee the, the knee guards and everything. <laughs> this is great. Oh, I love it. Except we were we were candy asses and did it on wrestling mats. Oh, no, these guys are doing it on the hard Basketball way. court, <laughs> yes. And they've got numbers, too. Oh, this is awesome. And on top of it, they're using a WNBA ball. I love this. Yeah. I'm in. I'm sold. Yeah, and this uh, traveling a it, It's somewhat reminiscent of like if we're talking about you know the movies predicting the future, where like basketball predicted the the rise of mixing sports together. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no idea how old this clip is either. I just I saw it on ESPN a little while ago and it blew my mind. This this definitely feels like uh, the Ocho. And I think it might be in Russia. <laughs> that would make sense. That, One of those, yeah. e- again, the Eastern, whether it's Kazakhstan, all, all yeah. of those countries are awesome at wrestling. And these look like Greco guys, too. They got the burly, yeah. burly <laughs> bodies. Nice. So, I'm so, in. If, so if you and your brothers want to, you know, form the, the wrestling basketball association yeah, no, of no. <laughs> Iowa, um, yes. there's a market yes. for that, apparently. I love it. Uh, all right. Uh, let's take a quick break. And we're back. I know there was no pomp or circumstances that break, um, but that ad break is kind of cool. Uh, if you guys would like to uh, 
uh, to, to send us topics or for our mailbag, just have something to say, just whatever. You know, you can always comment on Facebook, though we don't always get to read it. But uh, send us an email at the digital TP. Is it? No, sorry. Send us an email at digitaltppodcast at gmail.com. We'll get your emails. Uh, send us a private message on Instagram or Facebook. We will get those, even if we don't get them during the live stream. And uh, yeah, let us know what you guys think. We're going to start doing some other segments uh, regularly throughout the show. In addition to our mailbag and our spam talk, um, we're going to start doing high watermarks, I think, too. Uh if not every episode, every other episode. And if you have an interesting topic to talk about and you're an expert on that topic, uh, shoot us a line and we'd like to have you on the show. That way we can kind of have you on as an expert uh, panelist or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we'll figure that out too. But on to the topic of the day. Uh, cue uh, Star Trek music, Space, the final frontier. Right? We sent people to Mars earlier. Yeah, way to go. last month now because we crossed over into a new month, but... We sent people or well, stuff? Well, stuff. Sorry, we sent a robot to Mars. Hey, robots are people too. <laughs> right? No? Yeah. Just me? All right, well, we sent another robot to Mars. How about that? Better? Yeah. We sent another robot to Mars, and uh, we got the first audio recording from Mars as well. Ooh. Um, it's just the wind blowing, but it's still really, really kind of oh. cool, like extraterrestrial <laughs> audio. Um, apparently yeah. they wanted to try to get the landing, but they couldn't get the microphone to work. So they had the same kind of bandwidth issues I had. <laughs> They're on the same server. Yeah. But they, uh, but they were able to get audio recording of the wind on Mars. So that's kind of cool. Um, nice. we're getting lots of like, for the first time, high res video. Uh, I don't know if you guys been tracking, am I the only one that's like the space nerd here? I know I watched the landing. I watched the and I kind of followed live while Reddit decrypted what the the message was on the parachute. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool. This is awesome. What was it, seven months. Yeah. Um, it's hard. Elon Musk is, you know, he's been holding it down for the private sector, but it's nice to see the government stepping up and doing stuff. I mean, I there. The, the long-term success of our species and survival is colonizing other planets. So it's, you know, better. Late and where the hell was Matt Damon in all this? Right? <laughs> yes. Do you, do you think they were like, everyone was excited once it landed and they were like, no Matt Damon? What, no, what's going on? What's no the pea deal? potatoes? No, yeah. No, no Martians like the old Disney cartoons oh, just running around. Or yeah. Marvin Martian? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What a waste. Thirty-three explosive space modulator. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 But But some of that other stuff is really cool. So did this trip have the drone too? The helicopter drone that's flying. I heard on this. Yes, it's supposed to have a drone with it. Uh, and what else did, you know, there was something else that I was was looking into. Oh, um. Drone thing, mission to Mars, first pictures. Oh, there was video of clouds. Martian clouds. You know, the limited atmosphere. I don't know what those clouds are made of, but does that assume more atmospheric H2O and maybe more water on Mars? I'm not smart enough to give you a a proper answer for that one. Yeah, me neither. Uh, But it was really, really cool. And that got me thinking. So the the whole point of this podcast... um, you know, we got no Val Kilmer, no Matt Damon, no Gary Sinise on any of these Mars missions. Wasted opportunity on all that. <clears throat> but it did get me thinking, like, how this kind of fun science fact is starting to, like, 
bleed into our traditionally science fiction territory. You know, because yeah. there's an HD camera on Mars right now, which theoretically means we can make HD movies on Mars right now. Mm-hmm. And how do they compare to some of the uh, science fiction things that we're used to? For example, how long did it take to get to Mars? Seven months? I think that's what it was, yeah. How fast does that rocket go to get to Mars and it still took seven months? I'm not sure, but that's... I, and I don't know. You know, apparently it was 6,200 miles per hour. Nice. I think Elon Musk has talked about three months or four months might be the quickest they can do it. And it depends on what time of year you go. And then um, where in the... Yeah, yeah. That thing, the going around... The orbit? The, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not, it's not a circle the way we, you know, on my diorama that I made in the second grade. But it's so, more so that's elliptical. kind of trippy, right? Because the ISS moves like 4.8 miles per second. Mm-hmm. Right? How fast is that in miles per hour? Somebody times that by 60. Yeah, I, it's because there's no air resistance. And so once you get going up high enough, you can essentially go super, super, super fast and not have to worry about the, the resistance. And I mean, you don't slow you don't slow down either in the vacuum of space, so you can just you can just fly. Yeah, I, maybe I did that wrong. Is it really only four point eight miles per second? I mean, that's still a lot. Yeah, that's super. That's super fast. Yeah, is, but is that only like? Oh yeah, okay. How many? How much is that is in miles per hour though? You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> I don't do. I don't math. I went to public school. Okay, you got. <laughs> All right. If you gentlemen will allow me a small tangent, since we're speaking of yeah, uh, how 288 miles per hour. Now that can't be right. How uh, so science fiction influenced science fact. Another thing that irked me about uh, the Last Jedi is how they're trying to stay out of arm's reach of the uh, First Order mm-hmm. ships, but. They're doing it to avoid running out of fuel. And then as they're running out of fuel, it just like the the medical frigate like veers off for no reason. <laughs> and it, it just starts like delaying. But objects in space don't right. stop moving. They it's have no resistance. Inertia. It's just like in yeah. Star Trek that every ship is like face to face like this, where if you're if there's no, they would be upside down. They'd be side. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. Like the fact that everybody's on the same plane is silly. Yeah. In, yeah. Inertia yeah. That's. Thing. Oh gosh, we could we could tear apart that movie rather easily. That, that abomination of a film. But oh, that's we got to we got to look on seventeen thousand one hundred and thirty miles per hour. By the way. You got a Facebook. Beautiful. Message. Thank you. Thank you, Facebook. Uh, so that's how fast the ISS was. Seventeen thousand miles per hour. If we round down a little bit, so. Why is the ship to Mars capped at 6,000 miles per hour? I, again, the gravitational forces are probably assisting because you talk about the ISS. The, the ISS is in constant free fall. Right. It's, it's slowly spiraling downward. And for, for, with technology, we, we managed to constantly adjust that free fall to avoid it from actually entering the atmosphere once again right it, it but uh loops out and boomerangs back up I, yeah okay so you're saying like momentum from gravity helping to propel it ever faster precisely okay i got that um hmm so but that max propulsion for the rover then is you know it's 
6,200 miles. Or maybe that's maybe that's the speed they sent it that way at so that they could control it upon entering Mars orbit. Yeah, because once it's in Mars orbit, the instructions take about half an hour to arrive. Right. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I don't know anything about space physics, so that makes kind of sense to me. <laughs> well, Astrophysics, sorry. Astrophysics. Yeah. I, was, I was corrected <laughs> once again. Astrophysics. Um, <clears throat> but when we think about like sci-fi stuff, like even pretty low-end sci-fi stuff, these people are like solar system hopping in the space of days. I mean, FTL travel obviously is what it is, but even like Star Trek impulse power goes, they can get from planet to planet in a matter of days or, or out of the, the solar system in a matter of days, right? Mm-hmm. So how does that compare? How fast, how fast is impulse power on like the Enterprise? I have no idea. That's Well, I mean, that's kind of the the fake the the mystery of sci-fi where we can just do it and then explain it later because they talk about like folding time too like that's right, how that's they how travel and then what guardians of the galaxy do that's how their warp warp drive works it, it folds space right yes so yes. so when you make a warp field and it basically folds space and makes a tunnel through the fold in space so that's how they they warp and i guess the faster the warp the bigger the tunnel fold george lucas didn't put that much effort in just Hyperspace. It's as well, fast I, as it needs to be. And I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't, unless you're, once you get explaining everything, it's like, we're, we're not here to watch that movie. That's an entirely different genre. So it's like, well, no, just warp drive. And, you know, that's what it is. Well, that it's fine. We're, I mean, we're talking about movies and how fast they're going. One of the first feature films ever made by George Millier was From the Earth to the Moon. And it's, I mean, it shows our fascination with, with space travel and and how important to it was to us you know even back then i don't even know what was that the 20s or even before then but that was you know he, they were shot out of a gun and the moon was made of cheese and was a giant face yeah. you know we learn a little bit more since yeah. then just a little bit only, only but just shows our fascination in how much popular culture and filmmaking and science fiction has an impact on today's science facts yeah well i have an answer by the way the answer is 167.8 million miles per hour. Impulse. That's it? I mean, I guess. No, <laughs> it does. Like, I like it. But look, that's still a ridiculous speed to travel at. Right? Almost ludicrous speed. Oh, well, we get that. But on not Earth quite now. plaid. We get ludicrous speed. That's on Earth ridiculous now. speed. Tesla calls his ludicrous speed, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, by contrast, the speed of light, which is you know faster than light travel or warp one or whatever you want to call it, hyperdrive, is two hundred ninety nine, give or take, million meters per second. Right? Am I right? Sure. Like sixty six hundred seventy one million miles per hour, or something crazy like that. So it's still not even close to light speed, which I guess makes sense. All right, moving on. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. If anybody's still there. We <laughs> yeah, we're sorry, guys. We're sorry. We don't mean to be so boring. Uh, um, uh, but, it, you know, more to the point, obviously there are, you know, there are things that we're doing right now that we only could have dreamed of in science fiction before. They are now 
coming out as a science fact. Uh, what are some other things that are the other way around? You know, we, we talk about all the time, like amongst ourselves, not on the podcast, how Star Trek has predicted mm-hmm. so many things. In the communicator, real life, the, yeah, the communicator, whether it be telephone, walkie-talkie, whatever, but the iPhone, well, the view screen, and with, Zoom. with that, the universal translator too, right? Oh yeah, Google Translate, yeah, um, Google yeah, Glasses. Star Trek was first to that, right? Little mm-hmm. Minority Report, where they're beaming ads straight to your face. Well, and, and even going back further, because I mean, Star Trek has so many. I mean, I wish we had more aperture doors. I'd be, right. you know, I feel like I'd be a happier man if we, we had those. But even um, Fritz Lang's Metropolis, that was the first time robots were in a film, too. And we can, yeah. you know, before you, you have to dream it first and then you can do it. So I think these films were laying the groundwork. And I think Space Odyssey, um, had the tablets first, so like the yeah. iPhone. They had the iPhone first, and then well, even before um, iPhone, you know, the BlackBerry PDA or. Mm-hmm. You know. And then they, I think that was the first movie to have what we would call video calling too. Yeah, because they were on the space station talking to um, Earth. I believe um, that was the first. Yeah. What What about like uh, the tricorder, where you can like get medical readings? Yeah. Instantly from a small device, like your Apple Watch now yeah. can, can take your your pulse can take your blood oxygen and, and a whole you know slew of other things and it's, it's really 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 cool that we have these technologies coming coming forward um, yeah and we we talked about the mars rover with and that has the drone on it terminator now they were little tank drones and flying to kill kill all humans yeah. not far from what mars we have on mars right now but i think they were the first ones that have like those drones yeah uh, even before Star Trek with the little mouse, dro- mouse droid. Or, but they weren't up, they weren't flying around, were they? Oh, I that, could I be wrong. That's true. Yeah. Uh, or Star Wars rather, not Star Trek. But what about, uh, oh, in Star Wars though, they had the little torture droid that floated around. Space Odyssey was before Star Wars. Yeah, you're right. I think. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. it was like 68 so, or so. So drones, uh, go ahead. Did anybody else find it oddly the the landscape of Mars to be oddly familiar? I mean, it looks like Arizona. Yeah, I mean, like if it weren't for the fact that it was an entirely different planet. Like, I mean, oh. Stanley Kubrick. Speaking of two thousand one, Stanley Kubrick did fake the moon landing, so it would only make oh, sense that we just go. filmed uh, the the Mars landing in Arizona as well, right? Yeah. There, I mean, <laughs> actually, well, it's not in Arizona anymore. It's at the Skywalker Ranch. It's, That's, you know, yeah, they just... Mars. Cost, it was too expensive to film on location. So they just, yeah. <laughs> just throw a sepia yeah. over the top of it and call it Mars. That's it. Um, I, Star Wars did have the first uh, 3D hologram. Okay, yeah. And now oh, we have, like, and have you we seen have how that they, stuff? Have you seen we have how we Tupac do that live now? To us. Like, well, the 3D hologram, you know, obviously the 3D laser hologram was smoke. Have you seen the guy with, like, the fans where they spin the fan blades? Yes. No. And create What's... 3D hologram? Oh, yes, I have. Yeah, those are really cool. Yeah. Uh, I think somebody priced that out, and it was, like, $6,000 a fan. <laughs> wow. So for, you know, the low, low price of $30,000, you, too, can have 3D holograms in your living room. Jeez Louise. Um, bionic limbs. Bionicles. That was in Star Star, Star Trek, right? Empire Star Strikes Trek Back, greatest movie of all time. Do they have them in Star Trek as well? I mean, Data. And and the uh, Star Wars would have been before. Data, oh yeah, yeah, though. no, Star Wars is first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But I mean, yeah. also in Star Trek, like the Borg and, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But Star Trek, Star Wars was the one that came out with it first. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. What else we got? I mean, you know, we could talk all day about this nerd talk. Uh, oh, Holodeck and Jordy's Visor. We're getting more comments from Brett on Facebook. Yeah. Jordy's oh, Visor. Artificial vision. It, it's not quite real, but it's similar. So Minority Report has the, they can tell the future. Now we have ads that can kind of predict what you would like to buy. Are we getting close to that? Is that kind of closing the gap? Where yeah, we that's, that's definitely closing the gap there. Be doing? Yeah. So you're talking like, also like Minority Report and Blade Runner, right? Where they have... Is that what we're talking about, like customized? No, I'm life? saying like pre. So Minority Report has the pre-crime, yeah. so you get you get arrested before you commit a crime. Right. Or I'm saying Google can predict what you will, they will want you to buy. Like even if you don't search for camping equipment, if you've just been like you can tell based on oh, what's yeah. going on, who you're talking to, that you are going to want to go on a camping trip ahead of time. Are we? I mean, are we getting that close to Minority Report? Yeah, I mean, or, I mean, it's a little 1984ish too, right? Like. Hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With, with people worried about, oh, you know, I'm not going to let the government track me. You've got GPS on your phone. Everybody knows well, where you are. I mean, in 1984, 1984 did predict the changing of words. I mean, that's a whole other, you know, we're getting into that in culture, too, yeah. where we kind of change what words meanings were based on what we feel as, as societally, society, maybe, yeah. or culturally. Yeah, like irregardless. Mm. Oh, that's a Miami thing. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Uh, I and oh and also like um, pay to play science and medicine uh, advancements in science and medicine. You know we talked about what's his face wanting to be frozen <laughs> when he oh. Larry King, right? Yeah, well, Walt Disney's head is frozen in the Magic Kingdom, right? Isn't yeah, that where the, in Cinderella's castle? Mm-hmm. That's the that's the common not so common knowledge over there. That's uh, <laughs> worst kept secret. But where do we get to like you know? It's not sci-fi, it's comic book like Mr. Freeze where you remember for a while he wasn't, you know, in the beginning he was just a doctor, science experiment, needed his zero G suit to, to constantly keep his temperature below zero. But then for a while he was just ahead. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. No, was, I didn't. He was just was that ahead. in the comic books? It was, well, animated series and it bled over into some comic books. I don't know if it's comic book canon, but he was just okay. ahead with a, like a cyborg body or android body. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, um, but we talk about what's the name of that robotics firm that makes the dog? Uh, Boston. Boston Dynamics. Is that Boston Dynamics? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those videos are great. No, that's once once the robot um, uh, come to kill us all. Like they're just gonna play a sizzle reel of that over and over again. Like the, you deserve this, okay? You see, kicking robot dogs <laughs> and like hitting us with baseball bats. Like that's, yeah. that's just what's gonna be done. Oh, but I was, oh, that's what I was going with. That. Sorry, I, I completely lost my train of thought. But I was talking about the holodeck uh, and virtual VR and VR gaming. Oh yeah, holodeck. yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, we've had kind of versions of VR gaming for a long time. I had an R Zone back in the day. I don't know if you remember that. It was like a like a you know the tiger electronics yeah they were terrible it was like that red. it was all red but it was and like red burned yeah. Your, yeah it like burned your retinas and your brain like yeah. you could afterwards you're just like oh man yeah and then the Nintendo the, uh, boy as well yeah all red yeah. all the <laughs> nintendo oh awful at least the virtual boy had the had the common decency to like give you the warning like you could <laughs> set it for like 15 30 or an hour and of course we always turn that off and i remember like you 
you wouldn't have a seizure, but like you would play it for hours and play in Mario tennis and then you'd be done and be like, I just need to wait for like five minutes before I go anywhere. Like yeah. this is just, <laughs> but we like to think about that, like Star Trek holiday, but really that's Tron, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess with the virtual gaming and uh, yeah, the VR. Yeah. Or yeah. Captain would, N, the game master well, of that cartoon. Would Tron have been before Star Trek? It's, though? it's different. No, Tron's the eighties, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Okay, different. Well, no, I mean, there's different technologies because Larry Flynn was actually sucked into a digital. He was. I mean, yeah, you yeah. don't have to. You don't have to transcend reality in order to go to a holodeck. Right, but I mean, but it's was, laying the groundwork. But I was getting to like the, the the void experiences that are popping up all over the country, like the one in Arizona, the one in Disney. Uh, where it's AR and VR, right? You put the, you're, you're still you're in a virtual environment via the headset, but everything but that is in the virtual environment that. has a physical counterpart of some sort. So uh, you know it's still it's it is it's not quite a holodeck because mm-hmm. your physical space doesn't. I guess it's more like the Matrix. There we go. Right, where yeah. your your physical body doesn't move, but your mind, in one way or another, is jacked into this digital environment. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so, you know, those Oculus guys are one step closer to what's, what's the name of the, the matrix? What's the name of the architect of the matrix? Does it have like an overarching name or is it all just the matrix? No, it's just the architect. Well, he's yeah. the KFC guy, but I, I mean, I didn't know if yeah. it was like, <laughs> like, I know the matrix is the platform, but I didn't, whatever. Um, <laughs> matrix four is coming out. Warner yeah. Brothers, go watch matrix four. <laughs> Shameless plug, yeah. easy out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it's... it's Sandivas, okay. Sandivas High School Football Rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, just to kind of bring... It is crazy how much the films have led... And now I know you can talk Philip K. Dick and those other sci-fi writers kind of were led to this ahead of time. But film has such a big impact on what we're doing and, and what we can come up with. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's a good place to uh, wrap this guy up. Uh, I'm running out of sci-fi things. Otherwise, we get too deep into nerd territory. What do you guys think? What's your favorite uh, technology that's come out of sci-fi and into the real world? Um, What has come out of the real world and made it into sci-fi, but not the way we wanted it to, right? We're not talking Skynet here, I hope, or The Matrix, but (laughs) where do you think we're going? Um, Yeah, leave us a comment uh, on Reddit, I guess. Leave us a comment on Facebook. Send us a message on Instagram again. Uh, DigitalTPPodcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email for suggestions on what we should talk about later. Um, and we appreciate hearing from you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. Uh, thanks for us for giving us another chance to get this podcast out the door. Uh, we actually had a, a glitch-free, glitch-free podcast today. So for the Digital Toilet Paper team, I'm Jason Bear. Rex Revo. At Armed and Hilarious. And we appreciate you guys. We'll see you next time.